0: Welcome in to the Monday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Oh, yes, it's birthday day. (laughs) In fact, I have a solar return chart at 9.48 a.m. Eastern today. It landed right there, right in the middle of the morning. In fact, we'll just use that as our chart for the day. And we don't do houses so much on here because everybody listens at a different time. But we can at least talk about some of these aspects around in that structure. Taking a look at the entire week, we have really only one big thing, and that is on Saturday morning, early, early, 3 a.m. ish, that Saturn turns direct. Obviously, that means that every day this week, Saturn is getting more and more powerful. And that's one of the big characteristics of this chart right now, is that trine between Saturn at 0 degrees Pisces and the Sun now at 6-7 degrees Scorpio. Now, all of this broke out in the Middle East since we talked last on Friday because it was a Friday night kind of thing for most of us over here in the United States side. So the other thing that we'll be watching this week is more triggers, more expansion of this. Why the timing of that? Well, I think the moon had something to do with it for sure, but it wasn't a surprise. I mean, they've been announcing it for three weeks, but this is where astrology to me just still is so incredible because as we approached a full moon and a powerful lunar eclipse, here it comes. And I say powerful lunar eclipse. If you noticed, if you watched it at all on YouTube, I took a look at it. The moon was not affected that much. It was a very much a partial lunar. But we're talking about the sun, Mars, and Mercury in Scorpio. And Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And don't forget that we're still in that slow-moving shadow. Pluto is still gaining speed. So it is more amplified and more powerful now. And one of Pluto's characteristics is power, but also related to power struggles, And it's also obviously about transformation. So you can see all of those at play in these very tragic headlines that we're experiencing right now. Question is, does it expand? With Saturn slowing down all week and then being slow for the next week or two after? I mean, at its darkest, shadowiest side, Saturn is death and destruction. We've already seen enough of that. Then if we look at today's chart, we have Jupiter across from Mars. Jupiter's at 10 degrees Taurus. Mars is at 12 degrees Scorpio. And the Sun is moving into this. And I've been talking to people about who have Sun-Mars aspects in their chart, like I do. And the Sun will be in an exact opposition with Jupiter on Friday. So you have the Sun applying to Mars. They're about, what, five and a half, six degrees apart now, but it's a slow chase. Because the sun doesn't catch up with Mars until November 18th. We're going to be baking in that. And I'll tell you what, if things unfold, we'll talk about it here in just a second. I'll tell you what it's like to live with the sun on Mars. But if that continues to bake to the shadow side, this could be a tense month. And Ray Merriman mentioned that at the end of his episode on Saturday. What about the Jupiter opposition? Well, Jupiter wants to expand, but it also wants to expand benefically. This is where the two sides and all the other sides, if, <laughs> this is just so amazing, and you probably have seen these pictures on social media of Jewish children and Palestinian children holding hands, arm in arm, playing together, loving each other. And I know, I know, the geopolitical conflict here is not playground conflict. I get that. I'm just saying, here are human beings who could love each other. And here is an opposition aspect a tension aspect that says if you could overcome this, you could have peace. Why? Because there's not a more peaceful sign than Taurus. But let me tell you about the Sun and Mars in Scorpio together, a conjunction, because I have it in the exact degree. They are 19 minutes apart. My Sun is at 6 degrees 54 minutes Scorpio. Mars is at 6 degrees 35 minutes Neptune is in between them. So we're not just talking about, in my situation, the Sun and Mars. We've also got Neptune in there as well. And this is where I came up with the little moniker Marsentune, because they really are a blended one energy. But my parents did not believe in astrology, and nobody sat me down and told me what this was all about. And what I've been telling people in the readings is that in if you have the sun and Mars in some kind of an aspect, it could be a square, it could be an opposition, but certainly in a conjunction, you have to have a release of the tension and the conflict within. It has to be a healthy release, but it has to be a physical release. This is not about sitting on a mat and singing Kumbaya. The sun and Mars together is an internal Constant, always on conflict. I mean, read it as the cookbook. The sun is you. Mars is war. You are at war with yourself. Internal, Mars is conflict. Mars is aggression. You are aggressively at conflict with yourself all the time. And in the mundane, we're going to be with this the entire month of November because by the time it peaks and conjoins on the 18th, it has to separate. And Scorpio only magnifies that whole thing. If you had that sun, Mars in any other sign, you still would have that internal conflict. Scorpio just takes it right down to the deep depths of your soul. It intensifies it. So if you are starting to feel that conflict, I'm going to suggest what I suggest to myself, what I learned for myself and what I've suggested to the folks in the readings is go out and release that tension physically. One person I consulted with had just joined a boxing gym. I was like, oh, that's she was like in her 20s. And I was like, that's perfect because you get to go beat, literally beat that bag anytime you want. She said it was was like a long extended hours gym. And she could go up there at night and just pound on that punching bag. That's the kind of thing that releases this energy. It's physical. Don't just go for a stroll. You have to go for a fast walk or run or climb a hill. You see why I prefer the mountains? Because I've not had a better release for me at my age and physical condition than climbing a hill. But it has to be a release. So you have to get it out and you have to get it out physically. Now, will this affect you? No, it may not, depending on your planet placements. But if you do feel it, I'm just saying over this next month, this is kind of like a pre-game plan here. If you happen to start feeling this same tension, release physically in a healthy way, and that will help get the stress out. And I'm going to say, and we don't talk about this very often here, but I'm going to say Scorpio is involved. That can also mean sexual release. And see, as we talk about beyond ourselves as the collective, your co-workers could be feeling this. Your partner could be feeling this, again, depending on the structure of their chart. If they have a hard aspect to this, they could be feeling it. People you wouldn't expect to be feeling this could feel it. I had that come up here recently, and that person had a square to the sun and Mars. And sadly, we may read more about this in the news because the collective simply doesn't have the tools. They were like me all of my life and didn't know how to handle it. And then all of a sudden you learn about it and you realize what the coping skills are. Well, we've gone a little bit long here, but I think that was an important message as we dissect the intricacies of this chart this week. We'll talk about more as the week unfolds. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the wonderful messages in Facebook. And I just love you so much and really appreciate you. Have a wonderful October 30th, and I'll see you back tomorrow.